I met them in a swamp down in Dagobah Where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soda S-O-D-A soda I saw the little wren sitting there on a log I asked him his name and in a raspy voice he said Yoda Y-O-D-A Yoda Yo 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 Good evening, fuckers, and welcome back again to part two of 
the Patriot Party podcast, as this is the second time we're recording this because the first time didn't work out so hot for us. Either way, tonight uh, I am the Mick, and I am joined with my beloved other half. Hey, Lynn. Welcome back, Patriots. And we're here for, like I said, round two, because we tried to do this last night, um, kind of a spur of the moment thing. Um, we're That's a little shout out to May the 4th be with you, uh, because we were trying to do this last night. And, and also with you. It just... Uh, it uh, worked out about as well as a fart in church. So well, let's hold on though, because I have to say, last night proved how awesome our truth or community is. Because Mick came home from work yesterday and he was like, Oh my God, have I got some shit? And I don't know if I'm completely batshit crazy or if I've really got some shit, but I've got some shit and, and I need some sounding boards. So see what you can do. Literally, I sat on the toilet for an hour and a half. So I had some shit. Oh my God. Thank you. Um, but I put out one message and within 20 minutes I got four responses and we brought on Kyle from the big dumb podcast and frantic Missy. And we recorded for two and a half hours, but Missy's internet was really bad and, uh, shit got all fucked up. And by the end of it, when we tried to produce the podcast, we had, uh, four tracks for Missy, which did not cover all of her audio, and Kyle's track, which would not incorporate with ours, and our two tracks. So I spent three hours this afternoon layering sound tracks, piecing together things to find ridiculous holes. So um, we we may drop long that in pieces at a later date, but long story short, they're they're awesome. Thanks, guys, for coming on and. Um, yeah. It w- it was awesome to have them on, and it was awesome that they responded to us as quickly as they did. Um, it just didn't work out. And long story short, it sounded like there were ghost holes. Uh, if you don't know what a ghost hole is, it's uh, where we're sitting here talking and having a conversation, and you, you, the people that are trying to listen to it, you can't hear the other side of the conversation. <laughs> and you're like, who in the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> yeah, because it sounds really cool, but damn, can't hear the other person. So it would have sounded like I was a fucking psycho. Let's I mean, just kind of are. So go there. Either way, uh, tonight we kind of do. We're kind of blending two dates together because obviously the May the fourth being yesterday and today being Cinco de Mayo. So there will be a special end to this. And so tomorrow, when probably most people are going to listen to this, is Revenge, Revenge of, of the, the Sixth. sixth. I guess I could have gone that route with the last song, but I didn't. I decided to keep within the Cinco de Mayo tradition. So. We'll have a little special song at the end of this uh, for you all. But either way, we get to all the good stuff because there is quite a bit of news that has made news. And uh, if you haven't been paying attention, uh, there's a lot of shit out there. And actually, I have some evidence that's actually going to prove one of Elin's um, conspiracies that she's been harping on me for now for over – so probably five months that I just am about to put my head through a plate glass window and hope to God a shard of glass cuts my throat. So hold on. So our, our listeners know that I, I live in the conspiracy realm and you drag me out of rabbit holes, kicking, kicking and screaming as you're going, where's the evidence? I need evidence. But I, I asked you when you told me yesterday that um, you had proof of one of my theories. And, and so I said, well, which theory is it? Because I have many theories. I said, is it the theory where they're going to, or they are using the COVID shot to depopulate the planet? And you said, no, it's not that theory. And our kid chimed in and said, that's not a conspiracy theory. Bill Gates said that out loud. Truth. 
Well, that's a different truth. <laughs> and then I said, "Okay, well, is it the conspiracy theory where you know, you know, Joe Biden no, is wearing no, no, stop, a, a stop, mask? Stop, 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 really stop! Would you please stop?" So, um, I wonder. Just to go back to that one part there that you just brought up about Bill Gates, I wonder if his wife has now been added to the kill list, or his soon-to-be ex-wife has been added to the kill list. Um, so he can get out of paint alimony. And- Honestly, I think she's been dead for a long time, and and so is he. And this is just so the just a the clone. The clone is. Have me. you seen pictures of them before and after? It was like they they transgendered with each other. Like yeah, but she's like uber hot. That's if you like female penises, sure. I, not the last <laughs> picture I saw of them. Not just the other day. I mean, they had a picture out of her the other day. She's not bad looking. I mean, I wouldn't kick her out of bed. Either is Caitlyn Jenner. Well, wait a minute. That's a man. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Well, I mean, as far as we know, that's still a man. There are so many famous men that wear women's clothes on the regular. You, you got Caitlyn Jenner and M- Michael Michelle Obama and Melinda Melissa Gates. Her name has changed over the course of the years, too. That's not her. The real one's dead. Just saying. It could be the clone. I mean, it could be. I mean, it could be. Wait, so, clone, so wait a minute. I'm just wondering. She's not a clone. I'm just wondering if he's getting a divorce now from her. Is that a new bug in Microsoft? I mean, I'm just wondering. <laughs> it only makes sense. It, well, I mean, is that an update we've got to get? I mean, <laughs> he, he is known for releasing um, the virus to then sell you the cure. I was about to say, is this a virus or is this a cure? I mean, in Windows, I mean, what does this do to Windows? Does this close a window and open a new one? I'm just wondering. Open a new door? How many tabs are playing in your head? (laughs) Thirteen. Two of them are playing music and one of them is going, what the fuck is that music coming from? Thirteen is a really interesting number. Isn't it? Anyway, my other conspiracy theory that I, I said, well, do you have proof that, you know, it's not really Joe Biden in a mask, it's Jim Carrey or James Woods or both alternating? And you said... No, it's not that conspiracy theory. So that leaves in the trifecta of conspiracy theories, the great big one. Well, in the top three, at least. Where they stole the election from our rightfully duly elected president, Donald Trump, flat out under our noses. That I've been showing you evidence for for months. I've been no. yelling up and uh, jumping up and down, yelling, "Look at the evidence! Look, I've got the numbers here. Look at this! Look how many votes were flipped! Look, look how many dead people voted! Look how many nope. non-residents voted! Look at all this evidence!" And you said, "Well, it doesn't matter if the courts don't look at it. I'm not going to look at it." No, I didn't say that. I said <laughs> that that's not evidence because you have nothing pre precursor precursory to any of that. And you don't, you have no way to prove that. Yeah, this is what happened in the last election because you can't do that. Well, they're doing it in Maricopa County. No, they're not. They are doing a fucking official recount. That is correct. They are doing a forensic audit where they are scanning the ballots for watermarks. It's on live stream. It's fucking awesome. Oh my Lord. Okay. Anyway, but they are doing an official recount is what they are doing. They are doing a 100% official recount in line with the forensic audit at the same time. So they're making sure that there's watermarks on every ballot. They're making sure that the names are, are real. They're making sure that they're not dead, that they're actual voters, blah, 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 that they're legal um, American citizens. And it's beginning to trickle down. 
And eventually it's going to be here in Georgia. And that's going to suck for Stacey Abrams because she's going to be staring down the barrel. And there's one barrel, there's two. <laughs> She'll be staring down both barrels of a prison sentence when they come out and find out that she did a lot of dirty shit in Georgia. And that's coming. And she is sweating fucking bullets right now. I don't know if you saw that fat bitch on TV recently, but I've never seen a fat girl sweat so much as if she was waiting for a turkey bone to fall off of somebody's fucking le- off of somebody's fucking plate like at the dinner table. Standing in line on St. Patrick's Day for the fucking turkey bones. Bingo! She is she's sweating like a fag in a hot dog factory. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's what's going on right now in her mind. Okay, well, but there's no evidence of that. That is not true now. Mm-hmm. As of today, that is not true. And a lot of people have missed this story. This is a huge story that is not fucking getting a whole lot of airtime. So it, it seems like you've you've kind of pulled a me and you put a bunch of puzzle pieces together and came up with a holy fuck me running story. The only difference between me and you is another person in the real world who exists on planet earth has done this in the same, on the same story with the same, same story that I have done this to. Okay. So that adds a whole lot of credibility to what I'm saying. And I mean, yours, the, fact, the fact that I'm usually right, that doesn't add credibility to anything. No, because a crackhead does not add credibility to your story. I actually have a confirmed journalist, a real journalist who asks real questions, who does real story. But Hunter Biden lends credibility to everybody's story. Not when he's sniffing Parmesan <laughs> from the goddamn fucking in the carpet. No, that doesn't add credibility to shit. Except for... you. <sighs> Your fucking pasta must blow balls if you have that much fucking <laughs> Parmesan in the carpet. carpet. How the fuck do you get Parmesan cheese in the carpet anyway? Anyway. So I'm- anyway, let's go to the story, the big one. This is the one that I've been fucking uh, biting at. The, uh, we're doing the, the whole reason we're re-recording this podcast again is to make sure that you all get this information because this is really big. And a lot of people don't believe me that this is as big as it is. But uh, Dan Bongino would be the first person who would have dropped this. I will be El Numero Dos. And I'm sure this is going to catch on once people start putting the numbers together. You have to understand, as of today, there are 60 years worth of census results online. You can go fucking look them up. Go to Google. Type in census. Don't go to Google. Go to DuckDuckGo. What the – it doesn't matter. It's a liberal fucking organization anyway. Go to census. That's the principle. All right. I'm going to start throwing shit at people. (laughs) I'm just okay. letting you know when you hear <laughs> shit bouncing off her fucking forehead, that's me throwing shit at her. All right. Go to census. Census is going to lay out uh, the last 60 years because that's the stuff they've already uploaded to the census website. And it tells you, not only does it give you an option for what's actually going on right now, but it also tells you what is the prediction for the following year. So it's really crazy when you get into this. Over the last 60 years, the census has never been more than 16% off of 16, one yeah, six. Plus or minus. So it can go either side. It can go minus 16%. It can go plus 16%. And when you start getting up there in years, so you start going pretty much anywhere from 1970, uh, 75 and beyond. Well, isn't the census done every 10 years? Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean, this is a legitimate question. Yes. Okay. I'm just making sure. So, so 1975 and beyond, right? 
where we get the baby booming years, right? We start seeing pluralization of our population. Our population growth explodes, okay? So 1975 and beyond, right? We haven't really had a world war. We haven't had an, uh, something that would decrease our population by a significant amount like what happened in World War II, so on and so forth. So you start there and you watch the numbers. The numbers, it's never off by more than 16% until Monday of last week when the census numbers dropped. And amazingly, the census numbers were off by a little over 47.6%. Holy shit. How is that just how is that possible mathematically? On a mathematical and I'm not very good with math. So you mathematicians out there, go ahead and tell me if after 60 years it's never been off by 16% and now all of a sudden this year alone out of the last six years or six censuses that they have on record that they can actually upload to scannable files and PDFs and put them online. How is it mathematically possible that this one year we're off by 47.6% plus and or minus? In migration patterns where, where people moved, where they moved well, no, from no, and no, where no, they no, moved no, to no, and where they no, live as of 2020. No, what we're talking about, and when I say being plus or minus 16%, okay, meaning certain numbers of states picked up, certain numbers of votes, they can pretty much judge from one census to another what was is going to be gained and what's going to be lost. Just by one census, then 10 years pass, they say, okay, over the course of the next day, they've never been more than 16% off. This one year, somehow, they're 47.6% off. So tell people why the census is so important. Well, it redistricts all, or it districts all of our congressional areas within our states. So the number That's of number con- of Congress people is based on the population of your state. Correct. Well, of your district. So, for instance, if you have a highly populated blue area like we live in right now, unfortunately, which I want always want to put my head through a plate glass window and hope that a great big shard of glass you, you, cuts my you, jugular. You don't need another hole in the head. Um, we have an overwhelming number of liberal congressional seats in our area, in our congressional district. Now, if we lived two or three hours south of us, not even an hour south of us, that would, McIntosh County, that would be a very red district, which they have two red seats in Congress. So each district depending upon the population, the voting population, red or blue, depends on the sway of which one, what direction it goes. So for instance, because we live in a very blue area, it's guaranteed that those that blue area is going to give up whatever congressional seats they have. That's going to be blue congressional seats. So for instance, in just an hour south of us, they have a very red district. So if they pick up a seat in that district, that means that they're going to pick up, they normally associate that with a red seat. So if you pick up another seat, that is another red vote in the House, which changes the balance. So for instance, you can have a blue majority in the House, 
But if you have a census that goes through, that redistricting, that means that blue majority is not so much a majority anymore. For instance, back in Trump's first years, uh, yes, first two years, he had a super majority in the House. Yeah, they had a Republican control in the House and the Senate. No, but he had a super majority in the House, which means it didn't matter what the Democrats did. They could have farted. It wouldn't have done nothing. It was a two-thirds majority, right? They, that's a super majority. Yeah. That stops anything. It doesn't matter. The Republicans on in the House say, hey, Trump, this is what we want to do. It gets voted on by the House. And it doesn't matter what blue votes come in because guess what? As long as all of the fucking red votes vote red, guess what? That's going on to the Senate. It passes the House and goes right to the Senate. The Senate had a majority there too. And that wasn't a two-thirds, but for 90% of what the Senate votes on, you don't need a two-thirds majority. The only time you need a two-thirds majority in the Senate is if you're voting on a like a constitutional matter. So for instance, if you wanted to change or you wanted to amend the Constitution in any way, shape, or form, then you would need a two-thirds majority in the Senate, not in the House, in the Senate. Wouldn't H.R. 1 constitute a constitutional matter and would require a supermajority? It should. No, it's not that it requires a supermajority. It requires a two-thirds vote in both the House and the Senate. It requires a constitutional amendment. No. HR1, the election law? It should require require a constitutional amendment, and that's the biggest problem with HR1 is they're not looking for a constitutional amendment, and that's why it will never pass the Senate, because you have to make that a constitutional amendment. And it's never going to pass the Senate because you have certain – there's a lot of right-leaning liberals that are in the Senate right now. For instance, the West Virginia senator. Joe Manchin. Yep. He shows up as blue, but when it comes to H.R. 1, he doesn't want to have anything to do with it because it's completely unconstitutional in his eyes because he's a constitutional liberal, which doesn't make any sense, but he believes in the laws of the Constitution. So therefore – Well, we've talked before that the the old liberal party is now more like uh, center-right and the socialist liberal party is fucking taking shit over and they're just burning themselves – well, Literally. either way, we've talked about all that until anyway. we're, we're blue in the face. Yeah. Let us let me ask you a question. Sure. So now that we understand that, we've kind of narrowed down to what the census does for us and how it works for us. It doesn't do anything for the Senate, by the way. The Senate is straight. It never changes. You get two states, two, sta- two, two seats. seats per state. That's it. You have 100 senators in total, okay? And it never changes, plus one. Unless they make Washington, D.C. a state. The president of the Senate. Which should also require a constitutional amendment. That sh- absolutely should. Because this, well, no, it's not actually. That's not in the Constitution. But it should be. I'm not arguing that. However, so let me ask you a question since you're the only fucker that can reply to me right now. Yep. So, for instance, if somewhere, someone were to skew the numbers in the census to such an effect that, for instance, the losses weren't as bad as they should have been and the gains weren't as good as they should have been. How bad is that? Stealing an election all over again. More or less, is it not? I mean, it really is. I mean, if you can... It's hijacking our our government, our checks and balances, the whole freaking, the whole house of cards. So if you can do it to the census... That bars a question 
with no pun intended, that bars a question. If you can do it to the Senate or the census, you can do it to anything at that point. Because that means you've got some real power to fuck with numbers. The reason I bring this up is we'll get into the numbers real quick because this is where the most interesting shit falls forward. So uh, it started out with a Wall Street Journal piece, uh, which I can't get to because they want me to pay for it and I refuse to pay for it so they can fucking suck a fat dick. Wall Street Journal, (laughs) you rich bastards, make your shit free or stop being a bunch of bitches. Either way. They did did publish a retraction recently, but we'll get to that later. Sorry. Go ahead. This is this is what I deal with every day, people. This is why I want to put my head through a window every fucking day. Because she wants to bring shit up in the middle of something else. Shut the fuck up. We're arguing about something else right now. So piss we'll, off. We'll get to that argument later. <laughs> All right. So overall gains and losses following the 2020 census have largely continued to pattern in recent decades, whereby states in the Midwest, Northeast have lost seats because of their population growth has stagnated. While the states in the South and the West have mostly gained seats because their population has have boomed. Except this exception is one overreaching trend, which is California, which they actually lost ground for the first time in history. Now, this is written from a very blue perspective because I couldn't find a real good red perspective on this one because the Wall Street Journal won't make their shit free. Anyway. The southward and westward migration of congressional seats will, of course, affect the balance of power between Democrats and Republicans, with the legislature and commissions all over the country trying to draw new congressional maps in states where Republicans have full control over redistricting processes, added two seats on net, which is bullshit, because in actuality, in three of the five states that they gained seats of two or more, they should have actually gained closer to four and three. I thought only one state gained two and everybody else gained one. That's absolutely true. What the fuck? That's my point. Just wait. Four seats were gained. Two seats were lost. Meanwhile, in the few states where Democrats uh, wield a redistricting pen, subtracted one seat net, gained one gained and two lost, which I think is bullshit, but it should have been way worse than that. But According to this and according to the numbers that were actually turned in, which again, remember, this is how the census works. They get all the numbers. The numbers gets pushed through the census. It goes to the federal government before it goes back to Congress. How interesting is that? Who counts it? The IRS? Good question. I have no idea. I just know it goes to the federal government before it goes back to Congress. It's a really good question. A really interesting question. Who counts the census numbers? No, no. The census does. The census counts the, it. The U.S. Census. The U.S. Census counts it. Their bureau counts it. Do they use Dominion They machines? send, one more time, they send the numbers. Once they have everything counted out and laid out, they send the numbers to the government before it makes its way back to Congress or it goes to the White House or it goes to the executive branch before it makes its way back to Congress. What happens between the executive branch and Congress is a great fucking question. I'd love to question some of the census people because when you have a number of 46.7 whatever percent shift. Wait, back up. 
but first you said it goes to the government. The government's a very large. No, no, no. I said the census and then it goes to the yeah, executive okay. branch. Well, you said now you're saying you, so it's not just the government. It goes to the executive Correct. branch. And then it makes its way it, back to Congress. It, so because the Congress and the executive branch are still within the government. So no, it I goes gotcha. and the census is in the government and it goes from the census to the executive branch and then back to the Congress. So, um, what you're telling me is the U.S. Census Bureau gave a whole bunch of numbers to not Joe Biden, but probably uh, what's his name? Klein, um, the, the, the guy that, that runs Joe Biden's staff. Does it really matter? Whatever. And they put their dirty, grubby little fucking hands. Yes, all their over dick it beaters were all over it before they turn around and give it to Congress. Correct. Why? That's a great question. So as a, as a result, we can now finally say that the Republicans will control a redrawing of 187 congressional districts, which in all actuality, that, should, that number should have been way up there. 43% or 2.25 times as many Democrats will redraw 75 districts or 17%, which again, that number is exaggerated as well. And there's a reason for the exaggeration and I'm going to get to that. And I know a lot of you are confused right now because I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you and you're not used to hearing numbers come out of my fucking mouth. But True. there are also uh, 167 districts, 38% where neither party will enjoy control. And of course there are six districts, 1% that will not need to be drawn at all because there are large districts that cover the entire state. So <clears throat> what does this mean? So the states that gain seats, all right, the three most populous states to gain seats are Texas, Florida, and North Carolina. Hmm. Texas, Florida, Florida. What do all three of those have hmm. in common? What do all, all three? You want to know what all no, three no, of those have in no, common? No. no. So. Hold, hold on. No, no. Um, uh, they all, no, 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 no. They're, they're no. on the top 10 list of inbound no. states. no, 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 no. no. Oh, they're Republicans. Oh, they're Republican-controlled states. Well, son of a fucking bitch, right? How crazy is that? So, and in that, the Republicans will control the redistricting processes in those three states. For the first time in decades, they won't have to seek preclearance from Justice Department either before implementing their maps, thanks to the 2013 Supreme Court decision that struck down the Voting Rights Act. And that, in turn, could open the door for more extreme uh, gerrymandering in these states, which historically disenfranchised voters. Oh, which, wow, that is left-leaning, isn't this it? This is very left-leaning. This is a very I mean, left-leaning That's straight-up propaganda right there. So, oh, it gets better, trust me, and this is just how bad it gets. So, uh, for instance, Republicans will at least try to draw Texas to new districts to be safe as possible for Republicans, but they face a challenge that Texas and the Texas suburbs, that's not true at all, uh, is the fastest growing areas terrible. are rapidly becoming more democratic and is threatened to blow up in 2011 uh, gerrymandering. According to the daily cost elections, Biden became three percent points of carrying 22 out of the, the 36 districts of the 2020 election. All right, so let's let's boil this one down because they're full of shit. First of all, Biden didn't come that close at all. Uh, a, B, ninety uh, percent of the votes that went to Biden in Texas were white males. Although, stop, stop, stop. Listen, ninety mm percent -hmm. of the votes. 
that went to Biden were white males. You can look this shit up online. I already did. But can you really call them so, males? Would you shut up for the umpteenth time? I am like not even like we're not even 10 minutes into this podcast. We're 30 minutes into this podcast. You've interrupted me like 37 times. Please stop. So the 90% of the other people that voted for Trump were Hispanics. 90% he carried Texas with a 90% Hispanic voting record. That is unheard of from a Republican candidate. A. B. If Biden thinks that his dead ass is going to carry any election votes in 2024, uh, I got bad news for you, Joe. You got another thing coming. You really do. You're out there swimming in fucking left field. You can barely stand up and say CDC, CCC, CCD, CLD, LMNOPQRG. AFT. Q. Those folks. <laughs> so – in an effort to shore up Republican incumbents in some areas, Texas legislature may be forced to recreate some more safe districts for Democrats to take place, for instance, Austin, Dallas, and Houston. However, neither one of those cities have ever gone blue on Texas's map, which why they bring that up. I'm like, wow, you're bringing up a negative and your positive argument about something that you're going to bring a negative to anyway. So it's really queer, but whatever. Starting to spin the narrative. Yeah, exactly. Their current 23-13 advantage muddying the waters, whatever, they're horse, horseshit. Oh, they're, Meanwhile, they're Florida Republicans election. could expand the GOP's present 16 to 11 seat advantage, drawing new Republican seats, which they will do because as Florida's become a more red state, they obviously are going to fucking become more red since they've gained seats now. So for instance, let me just lay this out for you. Texas, Florida, uh, Texas gained two, Florida gained one, uh, Montana gained one, North Carolina gained one, Idaho gained one, uh, Carolina's gained one, and... Idaho? I already got that one. Um, was it Montana? Montana gained one? Yeah, I think so. Montana gained one. So the states that lost, and this is where uh, this is where it gets interesting. So let me get down to the states that uh, the big ones out west. So California, New York, Illinois. So California lost two. New York lost two. Illinois lost one. Pennsylvania lost one. Uh, Ohio lost one. Uh, which that blows for us as Republicans. But I mean, really, Ohio, they weren't really fucking red to begin with. Um, who was the other one that lost one? Because there was another. Hold on. I'm trying to read. I'm trying to read fast and quick, fast and furious here. I didn't have the numbers highlighted because this it didn't print out the graph I wanted to use. But anyway, um, Ohio, California, New York. Um, all the blue states, Illinois, oh no, Maryland, there it is. Yep. Maryland lost one. So all the blue states pretty much lost. Okay. And what I noticed, and this is where it gets crazy because it took me to go back 60 years plus on fucking states. I had to go back and look at 60 years worth of census. So for instance, bringing back to the beginning of this, we said that the census has never been off every 10 years for over 60 years now, not more than 16.7%, correct? Yep. This year, we were a whopping 47.6% out of whack where it's plus or minus on either side. Now get this. 
population numbers that were turned in by New York, California, Maryland, Illinois, Texas, and Florida. Let's just take those ones right off the top because those are the ones I know the best, all right? Mm-hmm. And they're the biggest differences. That's where it's like really weird. So for instance, we're going to start in Texas. Texas was supposed to have, they were expecting a population growth, not a loss, a net loss in Texas population, right? The expectation was a population growth, growth, which is normal for Texas. They don't normally get a loss, okay? Of a little over 320,000 people, okay, for a 10-year period. That was their guesstimate, or no, I'm sorry, 3.6 million was their guesstimate for over a 10-year period, okay? Somehow that 3.6 million got whittled down to a whopping 1.89 million. So basically you're cut in half. Pretty much. So that over 10 years, so, a, a half so, a million people moved to Texas last year alone. So, so, well, the question becomes, right. How, how are you that far off? Right. Because if you've never been off more than 16% and now all of a sudden you're off almost 50% alone in Texas, because that's pretty much half. Okay. How, how is that possible? So, so if Texas had achieved their prospective growth, they would have picked up four seats and not two. Correct. So this is where it becomes interesting, right? Where did those so, people that moved so, to Texas move from? So this is what I looked at, right? So, cause I was just like, well, wait a minute, hold on. How the fuck, how does this happen? Like I, I'm completely confused now because I'm like, wait a minute, you're off almost half. That's impossible, right? Well, then I went and looked at New York. New York was looking at a deficit coming into this year. Because absolutely. I mean, who wants to live in that shit? I mean, besides the fact that Cuomo killed your grandparents, grandma, you, you know? know, I mean, right there, that's a huge population loss. But- oh, and forget the fact that you paid 26.7 point, uh, 26.78% in taxes more than any other state in the fucking union. Um, minus but California. Seriously, in New York, like 60% of your paychecks goes to taxes between income tax, state tax. Pert near. I mean, like, but basically, you, you you spend $9. If you're trying to buy a pack of smokes, you're spending 9 bucks right there alone in, te- in Cal- New York alone. That's 9 bucks for a pack of smokes. Yeah. You might as well buy a gallon of gas because that's about the same you're paying at the pump. Uh, 15 years ago, it was 10 bucks for a pack of cigarettes and a bottle of water. Yep. So- then you go look at, they were at a net loss. They were supposed to take a net loss after 10 years. Of how much? What was the, what was the estimate? The estimate was about 3.1 million is what they were going to lose. Okay. Yeah. That sounds about right. That's substantial actually. Yeah. Somehow that got whittled down to like just over 1.9 million is what they actually lost according to what the census numbers revealed. So down Almost 50% again. Yeah, a third. A little bit more than 50. Well, it's a little over 50, but it's not much. A little under 50. Under 50, I mean. Um, It's like 35. So they stood to lose three seats in Congress. They only ended up losing two. Hmm. Texas only ended up picking up two. They stood to gain four. Hmm. And they only picked up two. Does anybody else see how this is like the numbers just seem to work out so perfectly 
for the Democratic side, they're going to claim we still lost because oh, technically that, that, they did. I, they did. And that's but that's their distraction. And that's the that's the shiny object up yep. top. Yeah. So now I'm giving you the grab them and the pussy numbers, which is showing you that, yeah, they still lost, but we could have gained so much more. Had we won what was estimated to begin with, and when the census hasn't been off for 60 years, by more than 16%, now all of a sudden we're off by over 50%? Under, yeah. Or under 50%? Yeah. That is, folks, I can't make this shit. I can't make this shit up. You, you can't make this. This is no joke. This is fucking straight up. This couldn't be more proof if I tied a bow on it fucking around a piece of shit and threw it at your door and it stuck to your door. That cannot be any more proof positive. If they can do that to the census people, they can do that to an election. They can do that to a county election. They can do that to a state election. They can do that to your fucking school board election for Christ's sake. Next thing you know, your kids are going to be running down the street screaming out 1619 Project Proverbs. Go ahead. Try me. I'm I'm looking in my crystal ball right now. We'll get to crystal balls later, but tell me how does this? No, I've got all sorts of big crystal balls. What's up? Uh, yeah, don't don't let me near them with a hammer. Um, how does this relate to Rudy Giuliani? No, we you just no, that doesn't work. You can't do that. You're horrible at the whole skip over game. You suck at it. You do not do segues very well. I'm just letting you know right now because that they actually don't even really compute there. This is one that like stands alone on its own. This is straight up. This is like this. I don't understand how you're not jumping for joy right now. I don't understand how you haven't burnt down half of our neighborhood yet. I'm not Antifa. We don't do that shit. Oh yeah. Well, we have jobs. <laughs> That's all you had to say is we have a job for now. Um, I, I don't understand how you're not lighting your hair on fire running around the house, like fucking slinging your panties around going fucking take it off, take your t-shirt off, spin it around your head like North Carolina. No? Because you're not, I mean, this isn't shocking. Our side knows that the election was stolen. We know they cheated. We know they fucked with the numbers. Why would this be any different? Why should this be any different? Because this actually, sh we see what they this did. This shows intent. Not just intent. This shows something way more than just intent because this now is going into a whole different, this is going to a whole different side of intent. So this isn't just conspiracy theory. This is flat up conspiracy. Yeah, this is a conspiracy. It's actual conspiracy. In, they're basically showing us their playbook for probably, and I'm guessing here, because again, we haven't seen the fact yet from it, but if they can do this to the census, this is basically the playbook of how you do it to an election. When they pass HR one and the no the no fuck. government has control. No, you're not it. listening to me. No, I got this you. is how they did it to an election. Meaning 2020, this is how they stole the election from Trump. Oh, you mean like how when they did the recount in Georgia and they sent all of the numbers directly to Rathensburg and the counties does, didn't keep it? Does that not make does that not make any sense? Hmm. Does it not make any sense how there were things that were usurped in laws that people have not really been paying attention to? Although I've been paying attention. No, but <laughs> all right. So I'm still trying to find somebody else who fucking cares about that. But it's weird, like all of a sudden, all right, 
and y'all have to understand me. I have to deal with this shit on a daily basis, A. But B, literally, she all of a sudden became interested in politics, like, not less than a year ago. So, like, literally, I've had to – it's just like a, a new baby who just found out what his dick is, and he just started to beat off, all right? And he can't take his hand off his dick. But literally, this is how they – this is how you steal an election. It starts here. This is the first step because you get con- congressional seats. Once you get past the congressional seats, now you have the power to control what the numbers are. If you can control the numbers, you can control the numbers for anything. I believe uh, Einstein said it the best. A number is just a number unless a man puts something, a meaning to the number. So here's a question for you. As long as it's not a gay fucking like skip over to something else that we're not even ready to talk about just yet. No, but – you said this is a, a, a precursor to stealing an election, but this didn't directly affect the 2020 election. Because no. Since, hold on. You're I'm right. Not, I'm, I, not, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump done. right nope, over you. I'm not done. I can jump right over you. So. Because I already know where you're going with this. How many times have they did it, done it in the past? Exactly. That is my point. The last census if in 2010. You, what did I just say? If you can, contr- like Einstein said, if you can control numbers, a number's just a number until a man puts a meaning behind it. If you can control the numbers, you can control everything. Remember, there's uh, Bongino wrote a book, Follow the Fucking Money. It's all about that. It's always about that. It always goes back to the dollar bill. Everything goes back. to. There's a reason why strippers like dollar bills shoved in their panties. There is a reason for it. This is a perfect example of a bunch of dollars being shoved in panties. Well, I mean, who doesn't like having dollars shoved up their ass? But eh. I kind of don't. (laughs) I'm an exit only type fellow there. No pegging going on in this house, sweetheart. You might, if you want to peg something, ask the dog. No, 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 thank you. Um, so, so I mean, if you think about this, this—that's the mind-blowing part of this. Because yeah, it kind of is. That's what how I'm, many I'm, years? I'm, how many years has this been going on that they've kept it under wraps and within a sixteen percent margin? Who was it then, that said it doesn't matter who you vote for; it matters who counts the votes. <laughs> I think you heard me. <laughs> yes, that would be Yoda. Anyway, uh, moving right along because we do have to move along. So, <laughs> all right, unfuck my mind. Give me something else. Giuliani. Oh, fuck my mind. Okay. Yeah, this is going to fuck your mind. So, all right. Well, Dan Bagino. If you've been listening to Dan Bongino, which I hope most of you have, um, he laid out a really good argument of something that I had heard that he had heard. And we know a lot of the same people, so we get a lot of the same information. But big one here is Marie Yovanovitch. Who's she? She used to be the Ukraine Ambassador. ambassador under Trump. So... Let's start there with Giuliani and Marie Yovanovitch. So first of all, a little argument or article that didn't get a whole lot of airtime this past weekend concerning Giuliani was the fact that there was a gigantic retraction about Giuliani receiving a briefing from the FBI about how he was being used for Russian disinformation 
over the course of the last year, uh, especially when Giuliani came out, started talking about the election and all this other shit and how there was all this uh, misinformation about Russia and how Russia was a hoax and all this other stuff. Was that before or after they hacked his iCloud account? That's hard to say right now because we were not, re- I'm not a hundred percent sure on when he, his iCloud account. When I listened to him the other day on the radio, I think he had stated that it was about April, 2019 when he thought his iCloud account had gotten hacked, but he's not sure it could have been earlier. Hmm. So either way, um, so this little thing that got skipped over, um, Nicole Williams. Who's she? She's a reporter for MSNBC. Mm, no wonder I don't know. Um, I knew who the other one was. I was just asking for for show, but I don't y- know who that one is. You all need to l- remember her name right now. Just remember Nicole Williams because this is going to get better. Such a bland name. really is. Uh, it's kind of like John Smith. Yeah. Um, it's really weird. But we're going to get into this because it gets <sighs> – Ugly. It gets really deep and it's really fucking stupid. Many people believe Joseph. Dum, 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 dum. So, sliding right along here, Yovanovitch. So, the real question you got to ask yourself about Yovanovitch is what does Rudy Giuliani know? I mean, what does he know? Why is he such a threat that the liberals have to come after him like they did, knocking on his door at 6 a.m. in the morning like he was a perp, going to run from him and all this other shit, stir, like like he was going to be in the white Bronco traveling down the fucking LIE at fucking 6 o'clock in the morning with the cops chasing him in tow? Well, I learned from WikiLeaks that Yovanovitch was the one that doctored the uh, books to set up Paul Manafort. Well, it's not even go there yet because we're not even there yet. But what does Giuliani know that makes him such a threat, right? That's like the first question. You, it would be the natural first question. Like, why is Giuliani such a threat, right? What are they hiding? What aren't they hiding? Oh, they're hiding everything. No, I know that. But um, and since when have you ever seen a president and a media group work so well together? Um, Barack Obama? Nope. Nope. Uh, please. They sucked his dick at every opportunity. Not even as close as this. This is even worse. Oh, that's true. They are literally propping Biden up. Like, I was about with, to say. sticks behind him. and Not, like, not behind him, him either. In front of him. Yeah, no, no, not absolutely. even in front of him. No, they're going right up his asshole. I mean, they are holding him straight up. They're giving him a backbone. They are literally giving him a backbone. Well, someone's got to be manipulating the CGI. So, yeah. So, now that Trump's gone... What has the media done? They've completely turned their attention away from Trump. And now anybody that supported Biden, anybody that was, or uh, Trump, anybody that supported Trump, anybody that was verbal for Trump, that came out and stood right behind Trump is now what? Uh, public enemy number one. Exactly. And what has happened? What do you see happening today? Uh, the Gestapo is coming. The Gust- Gestapo. The Gestapo Gush- is coming. Gush- I told you this Gush- two weeks ago that the Gestapo, Gush- the Gestapo is coming. Gustavo. Because they're no, they're they're no longer investigating crimes. They're investigating people, and there's a big distinction there. So there's a really good article that came out. Uh, this one I do have, and I'm going to go ahead and read a couple lines of this one because this is fucking outstanding. Um, 
expectations that the FBI is investigating possible crimes documented uh, documented on Hunter Biden's laptop are laid to rest last week. When again, uh, when Agent Giuliani, the man who made the news of the laptop public, according to reports, federal investigators were looking for evidence that the former mayor in New York uh, violated foreign agents on behalf of the Ukrainian officials. But that's just a pretext for the search of the communications and records to find something with which to take the corruption of America's first family, the compromising photos, emails, texts, and everything else on Hunter's, Hunter Biden's laptop, including accounts of financial arrangements with Chinese businessmen, documents confirmed by a former Biden associate implicate other members of the Biden clan, including, and it seems all the way up to the president. He joined President Donald Trump's legal team in April of 2018. Uh, I'm sorry. And also the hunt for Giuliani commander in chief display, uh, deployed federal law enforcement authorities, which have their own reasons um, to retrieve justice justice for the most former prosecutors. Giuliani helped the FBI and the DOJ plot topple of the American president. He joined President Donald Trump's legal team in 2018 to defend the president during the former FBI director Robert Mueller's special investigation in which he was eventually, obviously, we know how that one turned out because he was impeached. Indeed, DOJ official. Sort of. I wanted to make a lot tougher for them, Juliana told in an interview in 2020 in the book, The Permanent Coup. We needed to make a legal case. It's not just a political case. Indeed, the DOJ officials sanctioned the Mueller probe and a conjunction cover-up of the legal espionage uh, operation targeting Trump and Operation uh, and Hurricane, um, yeah, Crossfire. Crossfire. Hurricane Crossfire. Crossfire. The investigation of Giuliani is yet a further extension of Crossfire Hurricane, even employing the same instruments that it used originally. So until recently, Farrell was a seldomly, seldom enforced law requiring representatives of foreign principal registers of the DOJ. This intended to influence peddlers and disregarded it when they found violations simply forced to register and they paid a fine. All that was changed all that changed July 2016 when the basis of the investigation into Trump's presidential campaign. So FARA, FARA applies to people from like the State Department, not fucking lawyers. Lawyers are not covered under FARA. You have to remember, Rudy Giuliani never worked for the federal government under President Trump. He was his personal lawyer. He was a direct personal lawyer. Therefore, he never had to register as a FARA attorney or a FARA propagandist or anybody going out there to talk to a foreign country on behalf of the United States. He was never doing that. Everything he was doing was at the behest of the president of the United States, Donald J. Trump, which was his personal client, nobody else. So that is also key to understand in this argument because Anybody that comes at you says, well, he's a Farrah. No, Farrah does not apply here. Farrah doesn't even come close to applying. It has no legal prediction within or predication within this case whatsoever. So just remember that. So according to official FBI documents of fraudulent and the fraudulent Russia collusion probe, the center uh, and the Carter Page incident was the only Trump campaign aide involved in Russia. The FBI investigated Paul Manafort as well which we've already talked about and his work with the Ukrainian officials. And of course, retired general, uh, Lieutenant general Michael Flynn and his efforts. 
and Crossfire Hurricanes, other targets that were claimed incorrectly, it seems. Uh, it was George Papadopoulos lobbying on behalf of the first-term term or first term president. It didn't matter if any of it was real. All the FBI wanted was plausible reason to investigate Trump and Farah to provide it. If they could not get anything else, they were going after Farah to provide them one. The mastermind behind the FBI's weaponization of Farah was a journalist called Paul Sperry, who reported last year was the former head of the Justice Department and Export Control Division, David Lofman. Now in the private sector, Lofman was a crossfire hurricane manager. Lofman, everybody remember David Lofman. This is a big name too, because all of this comes back to bite us in the ass. He worked closely with and gave uh, the Russian, or he worked closely with the Clinton campaign and gave the Russian dossier to supposed primary subsource immunity in exchange for an official government interview, which meant to be corroborated through official channels. It was trying to hang the case on the Ukrainian-related fair violation on Giuliani and Biden. The administration is giving more evidence to the Democratic president. Their illegal activities, accusing their rivals of doing exactly what they were are, are doing now, which is, in fact, what they're doing. The most prominent example is Trump's 2019 um, impeachment charged him with the abuses that were committed by Joe Biden. For instance, you must remember why Trump's guys were going over there. They weren't going over there because of President Trump. They were going over there because of what Joe Biden and fucking dipshit Obama were doing over there originally. Well, I mean, Joe Biden came out and literally said on TV that I withheld if, money. If, if you from don't fire Ukraine, the prosecutor, you're not going to get the billion dollars. So quid pro quo. Exactly what they went after Trump for, because that's what they do. Now, understand this. This is exactly the whole reason that Trump sent people over there. Because Ukrainian officials told Trump about the shit that was going on before under O'Biden or o- Obama O'Biden. O'Biden's right. And I believe that's like, oh shit. So it's kind of like the same thing. It's like swearing in another language. And understand this is how this was predicated to Donald Trump. And this is where it gets really interesting. In 2016, the then vice president threatened withhold $1 billion loan, $1 billion loan guarantee to the Ukrainian government if it didn't stop the prosecutor from paying his son, Hunter Biden, more than $50,000 a month. When Trump got word of this in 2019 of Biden's wrongdoings and activities in Ukraine, he asked the Ukraine and along with Attorney General William Barr and Giuliani on the matter to associate to help out. So both Barr and Giuliani are sitting in the office and they're talking about Ukraine because Ukraine popped up and it's like, hey, what do I do about this? Do we go after a former vice president or former president, blah, 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 for legal fucking blah, blah, implications, right? Uh, Yes. So our beloved intelligence community who isn't, it's an oxymoron. If you all haven't figured that out, they're not very intelligent. You cannot call them beloved. They're beloved of Satan, maybe. No, they're just not intelligent. They call themselves the intelligence community, but they're not really intelligent. So anyway. They're they're sneaky. They got wind of this, that Trump was sending people overseas to Ukraine to find out what the fuck is going on. And they started to weaponize the system or help the Democratic Party in weaponizing the system. First, obviously, the word got out that this was going on. Then next thing you know, we've got people pitching different stories. Next thing you know, you start hearing Moscow, Rachel Maddow running her fucking stupid in neck because it's amazing. Spygate and all that shit's been dead for about two years now. Really haven't heard that much about it. This past weekend, it just popped up again. 
Why? Oh, oh, oh yeah, absolutely. Um, the, uh, I'm going to play something here just so you call, can hear how bad this has gotten. And this is where it gets really fucking stupid, people. It just came up on Sunday, or uh, actually, this was two nights ago. This was uh, five, four. No, this was last night. It came up last night. This is craziness. Be interesting. Um, the Department of Justice is under very, very new management, as you've probably noticed. Today, the new attorney general under President Biden, former federal judge Merrick Garland, appeared at his first congressional oversight hearing since being sworn in as the nation's attorney general. And he made pretty big headlines with his testimony, um, letting Congress know that the Justice Department under Attorney General Merrick Garland will be seeking considerably more funding to up its capacity specifically on civil rights enforcement and on fighting domestic violent extremism. Uh, for the department's key role in enforcing the Violence Against Women Act, he is asking for a landmark $1 billion for the Office of Violence Against Women. Um, Republicans appeared to be horrified <laughs> by his testimony, by the idea that the Justice Department will try to fully fund its work on civil rights and violence. I actually think I got this queued up at the wrong spot, so just give me a second. But um, that just goes back to the Gestapo. Hey, Lily, I'm yeah, a new wireless yeah. oh, yeah. for my oh, no, business, it's, it's but horrible. all my employees need um, it's it's pretty horrible. I I just I'm trying to, God damn it, I, man, I can't get to it now because it's got me in the middle of a fucking ad, of course, and this is just nuts. We have had nothing but computer problems. Thank you, Missy. Uh, Missy you have <laughs> done nothing but give us computer problems. I told her she has to actually physically come down here once a month so we can record a podcast because she's she's computer cursed. She really is. This is just. I mean, I I've seen some really ridiculous stuff. We have just gotten. It's just been one thing after another with a stupid since she did this thing. It's been ridiculous. And I'm right now trying to fast forward through the stupid thing so I can find the spot I wanted to be at. And I have not. But Rachel Maddow brings this up. This was just the other night. It was on. Um, you said it was last night or last night. Yeah, the other night. Um, last night on MSNBC and her little thing. She does a whole segment on this. And wouldn't you believe it's another freaking ad? Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be anything else? Um, it only makes sense because right? ScrewTube sucks. It's not on ScrewTube. This is on NBC, so it, I don't oh, have any. I, I don't have any other way to get this. So I'm trying to do it the most uh, best way I can get to it. But anyway, uh, this goes back to again. We're back where we started with this thing, which is why were we there in the beginning? A lot of people ask the question, "Well, why were we there?" That doesn't make any sense. Well, we were there because of Joe Biden. We were there because of Barack Obama. Their shady deals and all the shit they were doing in Ukraine and Hunter Biden with Burisma because actually Burisma lays out a ton of shit there for monies that were being being handed over back to American politicians that were not going to the American people. And that's how Trump found out about it because they went to Trump, said, hey, this money was supposed to go back to the American people. It never did. So- that's how we get into this again. And Giuliani, guess what? Just so you all understand this, Giuliani knows all of this. So now he is a threat. No matter how you look at it, Giuliani is a fucking threat now. Fucking, they're coming after Giuliani. It's not. You mean just like they went after General Flynn? Bingo. Bingo. We can just only hope they fail just as bad as they did with General Flynn. So allegations that Giuliani, it started out with allegations that Giuliani took money um, 
Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, I thought I got to it. No, this is Greg Abbott. This is the Greg Abbott story. That's a whole separate ball of wax that we're not even going to get into tonight because I don't want to get there. It's pretty ugly. Uh... So well, while you're looking for that, tell me, who's Mary McCord? Oh, what? see, why did you bring that up? I have a whole article just dedicated to that alone um, because that's a whole separate ball of wax. That's a whole new ball of wax. Matter of fact, how about you tell everybody who Mary McCord is and I'll hand you the Washington Post article from a couple of years ago because this is really interesting too because her husband's even worse. Well, and that's just a scary fucking thought in and out of itself. So Mary McCord was actually the government official who imp- who approved the improper spying on Trump staffer on um, Carter Page. Yeah. Okay. Do you know that she is going to be serving on an advisory role for the Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court? Yeah, she's the for FISA. She's the friend of the FISA court. So Mary McCord, she's a, her husband, Sheldon Snook. Yeah. Sheldon Snook is a longtime administrative assistant for the U.S. District Court and court liaison to the public and news media. He was a trusted confidant of dozens of judges and the linchpin in making the court's high-profile trials open to the public. So... He most recently worked for Chief Justice, uh, sorry, Chief Judge Ricky Roberts. Um, he's worked for U.S. District Judge Thomas Hogan. And he is about to take a role as special assistant, assistant to Chief Justice John Roberts. No, he did. This is, this is, that's an old argument, old article, I mean. Okay. That, that is an old art article. That's uh, as of 2017 or 2018, I believe. And it was about who Mary McCord's husband is. And Mary so, McCord's so, husband. I'm sorry. Works Mary for, McCord's husband works for fucking Chief Justice Roberts. Correct. And now she's a friend of the Pfizer court. Does anybody else see a problem with There's that? There's a little bit of a conflict of interest there. Just a little bit. Especially because she's the one that approved spying on Trump's Trump campaign. And Manafort and... Everybody and else. She, and everyone knows Chief Justice Roberts is a fucking traitor. We've all been wondering who has been holding the blackmail evidence over his head. Hey, guess who used to work for Mary McCord? Who? You ready for this one? Huh? This one's going to fucking blow your mind because when I say this one, you're going to be like, wait a minute. I already know that name because I heard it last night. And I know nobody else has, but Greenway. Greenway. Used to work for Mary McCord. But let me get to this part first. Hold on. Before we get into the Greenway and Amtac and all that other shit, let me get to this part first because this is where it gets interesting. Again, what did I tell you happened last night on MSNBC with fucking Moscow or Rachel Maddow? All right. Mm-hmm. I told you that she brought up Russia again. I wasn't bullshitting you. I finally found it. I have it queued up properly now. So now it'll play properly. Well, it's about time. But now, as of today, now here's a brand new decision this under new management justice department is going to have to make and i honestly have no idea what they are going to do about it well that's obvious you stupid bitch left by the Mueller investigation um one of the reasons that trump attorney general william barr may not have been able to find himself gainful employment of any kind since leaving the trump administration is because as attorney general in the trump era justice department William Barr was found by a federal court to have lied to the country 
about the Mueller investigation. What? In a federal court decision that will follow Bill Barr around for the rest of his life like toilet paper stuck to his shoe, a federal judge in Washington, D.C. found last year that when Robert Mueller turned in his report on the Russia investigation to the Justice Department, Attorney General William Barr lied to the public about what was in it. The judge's ruling said, quote, Attorney General Barr failed to provide a thorough representation of the findings set forth in the report, causing this court to question whether Attorney General Barr's intent was to create a one-sided narrative about the Mueller report, a narrative that is clearly, in some respects, substantively at odds with the actual report. Because that was last year, a federal court finding that Trump's Attorney General, William Barr, told the public a porky pie, told the public an untrue story about what was in the Mueller report. The Mueller report is a fucking tissue of lies. Okay, stand by. Would you please let this dumb cunt finish? No. Today, let her kill a herself. second federal judge has just ruled that Bill Barr and the Trump-era Justice Department were also disingenuous with the court. They, in effect, lied to the court when they told her and they told the public a made-up story, a lie, about why former President Donald Trump was not put on trial, was not charged with obstruction of justice on the basis of the evidence that was collected against President Trump in Mueller's investigation. You might remember Mueller's report started with volume one, that was about what Russia did to interfere in the election. And then volume two, you probably remember, it laid out more than 10 instances in great detail of potentially criminal obstruction of justice committed by then President Trump. Okay, now I'm gonna stop her because now she skewered herself. So let me get into why this is all bad. Not for us, not for that, not for us at all. This is all bad for the liberals, okay? First of all, Robert Mueller came out last year after his report was filed and said the reason we didn't file charges against Donald Trump for obstruction is because there were no charges to file. He never broke the law. When you have Mueller coming out and saying that, this is all bullshit. This is all 100% grade A bullshit. She's going to get sued for this. I hope so. Barr is going to sue the shit out of her because there was no federal court finding. Go look it up, please. Find me a federal court finding against William Barr that says anything about what he did was considered not trustworthy or his candor was in question. I can tell you right now, you are not going to find that because it does not exist. There's no federal filing against William Barr from any federal court judge in Washington, D.C., because I tell you what, that would have made a whole hell of a lot more news than the, and I tell you right now, he'd probably be in jail because now you're lying to a judge. It That doesn't, never works out for anybody, especially a federal judge. That doesn't work out well for anybody. I mean, it worked out for the one guy that um, got arrested under Durham. So just hold your horses, all right? So Okay, well, Mick, I I get all that, but how does this all come back to what happened to Giuliani? Well, what else does Giuliani know? Giuliani knows about this really cool organization, Amtac. Well, Amtac, never heard of Amtac. Go ahead, look up Amtac. It it pops up with Amtrak. Amtac in 2016 is uh, is a George Soros organization that was founded in Ukraine. Wait a minute. George Soros, Ukraine, Amtag, Biden. What, what is this? All right. So 
Amtac in 2016. It was an advisory group in 2016 that was in the Ukraine doing what else other than investing? No, investigating corruption. Well, the Ukrainians really didn't like the corruption acts. I mean, this got so this. All right, so this got so bad. They're investigating. So essentially, what happened is Amtak is in the Ukraine. They're investigating corruption, and in the course of investigating corruption, somehow four point four million U.S. dollars were diverted by Obama administration officials to Amtak, and then were rediverted out of Ukraine. So they actually never went to anything in Ukraine. Is it Amtac or Antac? A N. It might be A N T A C. Anti. It's the Anti Corruption Center. Yes. For Ukrainian. Correct. So anyway, presidential election. Anyway, so long story short, the money gets funneled in, and this is a nonprofit by George Soros. Of course it is. Okay. Four point four million dollars gets funneled in to the Ukraine, supposed to be going to the Ukrainian government. Somehow end up going to Antac. Antec turns around and funnels that back out to Obama era officials outside of Ukraine, and the money never comes back to Ukraine. Ukraine grabs the red flag, throws it on the field, and starts to challenge the play. Well, the play on the field is then challenged by then George Kent. George Kent, remember his name too. He is Yovanovitch's predecessor. The previous ambassador to Ukraine. Correct. He said that this was a misplaced investigation because the general or the lead general prosecutor office of prosecution in Ukraine started investigating this company Amtak and the 4.4 billion dollars that rolled into their country and then immediately went out the back door. They said, "Well, wait a minute. You're supposed to be looking at corruption." Yet now this money disappeared. Where did money go? Cuz now we're wondering why the fuck we ain't seen our dollars. Rosemont Seneca? I have no idea. Sure, possibly. Could have been. I Could be. It doesn't really matter at this point. Not really, because Amtac all of a sudden shows their cards, because this is where it gets really good, right? So, according to George Kent at this point, he says, well, no investigation is really needed by the United States, because this is a misplaced investigation. And we're not concerned about the $4.4 billion that came in the front door and went out the back door. Wait, wait, wait. Who, who's Who the it? fuck? The U.S. taxpayers. So we gave four billion dollars, four point four our money, billion dollars to Ukraine that the Ukraine never got that got funneled through George Soros and back into Biden's pockets somehow. So, according to our great big ambassador there, George Kent, he says, "Well, this is something we're not really concerned about because you know it's not a big deal. It's a misplaced investigation." Wait, what? $4.4 billion is not a big deal. Just remember that. Because he probably got the point four. Folks, remember, $4.4 billion is not a big deal. So, so then all of a sudden the ambassadors change, right? George Kent's gone. Yovanovitch is now in office. Yovanovitch and uh, the lead person from Soros's Amtac Corporation, which is this chick by the name of let me get to her name uh, Daria Kalinknikov she shows up she hands Yovanovitch a do not prosecute list I thought that was a conspiracy theory oh no 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 nope nope there's an actual list 
Physical list. Do you want to know how I know there's a physical list? Rudy, Rudy Giuliani told me that because he has the list. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, fuck. He, he must be. That's. Do you understand now why they're targeting Rudy? Do you understand why Rudy is like El Numero Uno must kill Rudy? That's where we're at, right? So it gets better. Whoa. But wait they a minute. Can't just kill Rudy because he's too. Wait too a minute. Too much in the spotlight. Wait a minute. It gets. We got more. We got. We've more. got more. Dude, we need to reach out to Flex Young. We really do. I need. <laughs> I need that guy's voice. Um. Anyway, or at least the sponsorship. So, this of course is all now going over during the presidential presidential campaign. So the messaging becomes much more clear about this stuff, and it becomes much more quiet. Shush, shush, shush. We don't talk about it. I whatever. So then we find out that there was a special agent by the name of Greenaway. Greenaway wasn't looking into this for the FBI. So this is the crazy part, right? Greenaway's first job, uh, he was working with George Soros. Wait, what? That's what I said. On the investigation, according to the FBI headquarters, he was just advising he was in an advisory aspect of his job. And then he was just advising George Soros on what the FBI was in. Why would any, why, okay. Why does George Soros need any kind of advisement by the FBI? So fuck all of that. Let's go back to this part. Why in the fuck when the number one rule in any federal investigation is you do not tell the motherfuckers that you're investigating them. The reason you don't tell them is because they're more liable to fuck up in front of you so you can catch them in the act. The number one full rule of Fight Club is you don't talk about Fight we Club. We don't talk about Fight Club. But apparently here we do. So then we get up to the AMTAC and then we find out that old Greenaway participated along with Yovanovitch alongside the AMTAC president at the time, still, uh, Daria Klinkoff, and who and Yatsinko. Yatsinko was our, uh, if you don't know who Yatsinko was, Yatsinko is the mole. Um, remember the third guy that heard everything that got Trump in trouble in the first place? You know, the guy that... The, the spy and... No, he uh, wasn't the spy. He was the whistleblower, the quote unquote whistleblower that supposedly was in the in the Oval Office that day when he had the conversation with the Ukrainian president, mm. even though he never heard it. But he got the okay pass to to press the complaint, even though he was not actually present. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He heard it thir third hand, you know. Yeah, that that the whistleblower yes. that, that didn't actually have a whistle to blow. That's Yatsinko. So Yatsinko was present in this meeting. And the pro when the prosecutor general was told by George Soros that these people and George Soros laid out a list of people on this list were all of his the, were all the people that he wanted the FBI and the Ukrainian government to prosecute. So we went from having a do not prosecute list to a hit list, a George Soros sponsored hit list. Correct. What better way to take out your your, your, your folks against you. What better way to get around the folks you want to get at? Let's just do it this way. And that's what they did. Why so, hire a hitman when you can get the U.S. government to do it for free? Bingo. And guess what they're not going to do? They're not going to get in trouble and they're not going to rat on nobody. Well, it gets better. We've got more. We've got more. So Greenaway retired from the Bureau. And recently, guess what Greenaway's newest job is? 
What's that? He works with Amtag Group. <laughs> I can't make this shit up. As an executive, in a, the executive supervisory board with Amtag. So he went from advising Soros on how to screw the American people out of four to point four billion dollars to working for Soros to collect his portion of the, the four point four billion. Tayers, tayers, Correct. Fuck me running. So, but remember the deep state, deep state's fake. Nothing true about the deep state out there, right? All right. So the deep state is fucking. So, okay. But Mick, 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 what does this have to do with Rudy? Folks, if you haven't figured this out yet, I do have a friend. His name is Bubba and he carries around a ball peen hammer with him. He'll be over to your house later to smash in your frontal lobe because you still can't get it. That Rudy knew all of this. All of this, if you do not listen to his podcast, please go listen to his podcast online. He has a podcast that he does uh, every week, and it's very eye-opening when you hear what he has to say. He knows about it all. The guy brought down the American mob. If you do not think he can't bring this down, he's got... It, as he put it the other day, he said, you know, the FBI can come and take what the fuck they want. They have no idea what my lawyer has. And that gave me such a fucking American chubby. I was walking around with fucking the Statue of Liberty sticking out of my pants for the rest of the day. Because I got to tell you, that is what I wanted to hear. I had to hear Giuliani say, you know what? Fuck them. They can take what the fuck they want because they have no idea what my lawyers got. But they didn't want Hunter Biden's laptops. Well, that's where it gets even more interesting. And this is what... Remember when I told you, I know I told everybody about this before. You remember how there was that whole bit that like other people I know, for instance, I'll give you an example. Dan Bongino was wanted to get a copy of Hunter Biden's laptop because he wanted to see how bad it really was. Yeah. And he was advised by his lawyer that if he were to take that, it would be really, it would, it's like plutonium. He he would go to jail for just having a copy of it. For possession of child porn? It's more than that, apparently, as I've come to find out now. Did you manage to get your hands on a copy of No, no, fuck laptop? no. I'm not going to touch that for- Okay, thank uh, God. It is plutonium. Remember what I just said. I, I'm, well, I'm blonde and stupid, but I'm not that blonde and stupid. We've handled plutonium before, but okay. So $400 billion of the Soros-Obama deep state account, Biden-Obama deep state account- uh, that doesn't get you a very good legal team, apparently, because what's on that laptop, child porn is part of it, yes. Um, it's the little black book that's on that laptop that's worse. Ooh. Because although Hunter Biden plays the retard on TV. Joe Biden said he's the smartest man that he knows. Apparently, he's really good with numbers. And the accounts he has on there is what the crime really is. Oh, shit. Long story short. 10% for the big man? Me and a number of other people have come to the assumption that what is going on right now with Rudy Giuliani and everything else is an act of subterfuge. Uh, Obviously, it's a political hit job all the way. No, this is an act of subterfuge. This is... Because nothing's going to stick to Rudy. Nothing's this, this nothing. is a distraction. This is a shiny object. Thank you. Nothing here is going to stick, of and course. everybody knows that. 
everybody knows this isn't going to stick. But the bigger part of this is what is going to come of this. And there's something, and I know the other night when we were on with Missy and we were on with Kyle and everything, uh, we talked about, uh, if I remember correctly, and I'm trying to jog my memory, I, we were talking about the, uh, whatchamacallit investigation, uh, what's his name? The one that I said that was, I thought he was in jail. Um, Durham? Durham. I asked you, what, wh- where's, what, Durham? where's Durham? Where's Durham? Everybody's been asking me that question. Where's Durham? Where's Durham? Where's Durham? I mean, okay, so. Why hasn't Durham been investigating? Where's he at? Why haven't we heard anything from him? Even though I don't think anything's really going to come from his investigation. At least I'm not holding a whole lot of hope right now because there's not a lot of hopium there to hold on to. Um, it's kind of like a pubic hair that you're like, you're reaching for a rope and the only thing you can find is a, a fucking pubic hair because you're falling from, I don't know, the top of the Eiffel Tower back to the earth and Okay, whatever. Don't go to the Eiffel Tower with a stripper with a big bush. Gotcha. Well, that's a bad thing anyway. But I mean, who does that anymore? I mean, you get it stuck in your teeth. But the point is, is that Durham, although I'm, I'm holding out hope, I've got a very little limited amount of it for him. I don't think anything's going to come of it, but I believe that this is an act of subterfuge by the Biden campaign to cover up something that Durham has found. And I think there's something about to come out about what Durham's found. And I think we're all about to hear about it here shortly. And I think that all this other shit that's going on right now, for instance, Moscow, Rachel Maddow bringing up Russia yet again, even though the Russia story has been dead for almost two years now, um, kind of shows their playbook because they're trying to bring up all this old shit, try and gen up new shit to try and hide it from what we're about to hear. So last night when I asked you, where's Durham? You told me you thought Durham was dead. I thought he was in jail at least. Yeah, Jail, dead, jail, going to be dead, whatever. What changed your mind? What happened? There's all sorts of shit that happens on, I mean, you, you can't, the wind blows the right direction. My dick gets hard. You never know what's going to happen. means I talk to somebody that talked to somebody that knows somebody that knows something else. Long story short, Giuliani knows all of this. He's got their playbook. He's got their number. He's got all the information. He's got all the inside sources. He's got all the pieces of the pie that fit together. I mean, we all have their playbook. I read Mein Kampf in college. It's the same fucking thing. No, you didn't. You read it to believe in it. No, I didn't. You were a I, psycho liberal. Get the fuck out of here. You were a tree hugging hippie. I read it because it was here. required reading in college because they're trying to indoctrinate. There you, you go. They're indoctrinating. But long story short, people, Giuliani's got all this shit. That's the problem here. Giuliani's got it. He knows about the census. He knows about Durham. He knows about everything that's going on right now. He knows about election fraud. You're damn right. What else does he know? Let's talk about that one real quick because that's a huge one because that one plays right into this. And guess how election fraud works on this one? What else does he know? Remember, he was also the one that started what in Maricopa County? What? The, the whole. The recount started because of Rudy I mean, Giuliani. he literally gave the state legislatures their yep. balls back. Yep. Like yep. all of them. He, yep. he took them off the top of their refrigerators where their wives had them in glass jars and he, and he handed them around. Yep. And was like, here's your balls. Do you recognize your own balls? You haven't seen them for a while. So Rudy Giuliani knows all about that. 
and we're already back at that. That's being done right now. And just like I heard today from, uh, uh, it was on the war room. Bannon. Bannon's war room. He put out, he said, look, people, it's going all over. Georgia's going to be next. We're going from Arizona to Georgia. Then we're going up to Minnesota We're going or Wisconsin. Then we're going from Wisconsin to Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania to Ohio. Remember, what? how many states do they need before an official recount has to be done across all 50 states? I don't know. Six I mean, states. Six, six states. states. Six states is the minimum. You get six states where you find irregularities of totally more than 100,000 votes or more in each state. Official recount over every single state. Then it has to begin all over again. Hey, now – a recount of the ballot images or an actual, an actual hand recount, hand forensic audit, audit like they're doing in Maricopa uh, County. At, at, like what you see going on in Maricopa County, it will go federally all over the United States. I mean, can, honestly, can they even – what's the fucking point? At that point, just do a revote. They're not going to because we've already voted. That's too late. We're already there. Because next, what happens is if they do find something fraudulent, if they find something fraudulent, the only thing, the only course of action left then, which makes sense if you think about our democratic republic or our republic as it is, um, because it's not really a democratic republic. It's a republic. It's a banana republic, but yeah, it's a republic. We are founded as a republic. And uh, even though my wife wants to make fun of her own form of government, fuck her. So no, right now we are living in a banana republic. Well, Given the no, information that no, you just said about the no, census. No, we're not. We're sleeping. Election, we're sleeping in a, a fucking banana republic. We're sleeping in a republic because we got Sleepy Joe in charge of us. I, I hope we go back to being an, a constitutional republic. So when you look at all the facts now on all of that, you add all of that up like she just tried to do in a very horrible way. But as we were a republic and the next obvious manner forward are legal charges. Well, legal charges against who, Mick? That's the question. Who? No, no, there's no question. It goes after one person. And the constitution is extremely clear on this. Biden? It is the person who holds the office, who ran for the office, won the office, and holds the office. So it doesn't go against any particular person in his party but him. And what does that do to camel toe? And she's all wrapped up in that too. Oh, guess what? Cunt clacking Pelosi. There was a speaker of the house that confirmed votes. Was there not? Mm. There was a vice president at the time who confirmed votes. Wasn't it? Oh yeah. His ass. Hey, to go to so jail wait too. a minute. Hold on. I believe somebody else. There was another guy. He kind of went by a letter. He didn't really have a name, but he went by a letter. 17. <clears throat> and in 17's this, a big number in this letter, he, he stated something about the calm before the storm. And when the storm happens, there are a certain number of high, high chess pieces that will fall prior to the king's demise. Hmm. I believe that was like a post like early, early on. It was way earlier. It's probably like about two years into it. But um, thinking about that post now and now applying that to this. High-ranking chess pieces will fall prior to the king's demise. King's demise. King's demise has got to be referring to Biden. If I were to pull apart posts, king's demise being Biden, you're talking about rooks, queens, bishops. I'm thinking about the back line, obviously knights. That there, there's. If you actually pull the extrapolate the numbers from that, you got two knights per side, you got two bishops per side, you got one queen, you got two rooks. That's two, four, six, 
seven, eight. That's eight total figures. So let's see here. That would be camel toe. Uh, what the fuck? Uh, Pelosi. Pelosi. She's gone. Pence. Yeah. Um, who else was in that room that day when votes were conferred on? Uh, confirmed. Mitch Who's McConnell. the mi- minority leader? Kevin McCarthy. Yep, and the majority leader, which was McConnell. So that's five. Uh, Schumer. Schumer. He's got to go. Oh well, he would go because he's a minority party leader in the Senate. Mm-hmm. Um, and. That's six. Six. I'm trying to think who's seven and eight. Oh, John Roberts, because he would be the chief judge. So he's gone. That's seven. And El New, uh, Ocho, Cinco Ocho there would be Biden himself. Man, that's eight. Fuck me running. <laughs> that's my line. <laughs> well, holy shit. Damn it. Oh. I just, I just. Proved a Q proof. Look at you go. Man, I'm all about conspiracies these days. Maybe I should get in the conspiracy game. Maybe I'm, <laughs> I'm better at this than you are. No one's better at it than I am. Damn. So, wow. Wait, wait, Q. How, how the fuck did he get from there to here? Oh, right. So, future, future proofs pass. <laughs> another Q proof. Done. <laughs> oh, how many times does something have to happen before it becomes statistically impossible? I mean, I can spout Q proofs all fucking day. So, yeah, you know, whatever. I, I, I literally remember everything I've ever read. I could literally spout Q proofs all day. So that leads us, <laughs> leaves us where we're at today. Well, where does that leave us at today? Well, there's a lot of shit going on right now. Some good, some bad. We don't like, for instance, we've got to go ahead and clean up. We're going to do a little housekeeping right now because I got to put this out there because this is something that's been bugging me. And I just found out about it. Uh, we talked about a story a couple, couple shows ago about some coloring books that are being handed out at the border, which apparently turned out to be complete bullshit. What? The, it, camel toes. Yep. Um, that was completely bullshit. Children's book yep. that was given out. It's not a coloring book. It's a children's whatever. book. Whatever. It was and all like bullshit. Superheroes among us. Or yes. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It's all bullshit. How's that? The reporter was told she came out and she said, I was forced to write it basically at gunpoint. And if I didn't write the story, I was going to be in trouble. By whom? Uh, some liberal party person that said, Hey, you've got to write the story because you're a red, you're right. You're on the right. What? Yep. Oh, they're not even hiding it anymore. They're doing this shit right out in the open, people. This is not – if you're not scared, I don't know what makes you scared. You mean like all the actors and actresses that are coming out saying that they've been offered thousands of dollars to fake getting the COVID shot? <laughs> Amongst other things. I mean, Jesus Christ, we got jurors coming out in the Chauvin trial that were fucking seen in 2020, in August 2020, with pictures on Facebook in fucking BLM t-shirts and BLM hats prior to the fucking trial at, proceeding. At, at a BLM protest? At a BLM protest. That he claimed was an MLK event? That he said, uh, I, I, I didn't think that applied. How does that not apply? Martin Luther King would be fucking rolling. He, he is rolling over in his grave. And I've said that before. Oh, so. <sighs> Derek Chauvin officially has asked for a new trial. Yep. Um. 
Well, it's going to be, no, it's going to go to appeal. It's going to get dismissed and then it's going to go to a new trial. It's not going to go to a new trial right off just because he asked for it. His lawyer asked for it. Well, he his didn't lawyer. Ask for yeah. It. I mean, he doesn't ask for anything. It's his lawyer that asked for it. Yeah. So. But what's going to happen is an appeal. This is the fucking, uh, and, and guess what's going to happen? Minneapolis is going to burn again. Every major city in America is going to burn again. We're going to have fucking problems and it's just not going to get any better. And all right. Well, folks, hold, hold actually, on. it was really cool because I was listening to uh, our good friend, obviously, Deplorable Janet. She had on this guy that was talking about uh, secret societies just recently. If you haven't heard that podcast, go yeah. listen to the newest New one. New York Patriot. He wants to come on here. Really good dude. Um, he sounds like he knows what he's talking about. It sounds like he got sucked up in some fucking uh, really horrible shit. And I actually feel bad for him because uh, he probably doesn't realize how close he was to getting ass raped. But anyway, uh, one of the things he was talking about in there is something I've seen before. And it's something the CIA started years and years ago. Uh, you can call it whatever you want to call it. Um, some people have come to call it, well, it's their phantom mic control. It's how they control your mind. No, no, no. All right. What you have to understand there is uh, you have predictive programming out there. A lot of people know about, and everybody likes to spout off about predictive programming. One of the things um, they do not tell you about is what they call the reasonable program. Oh, Nick, what are you talking about? CIA came up with this fucking years and years ago when people were staring at goats. Actually, they made a movie about it. They called the Men Who Stare at Goats. Well, Men Who Stare at Goats was based on an LSD program that the CIA sponsored and ran on soldiers that made them stare at goats, tripping fucking balls, acting as if they were talking to the goat and the goat was talking to them. And so somehow they could see the future. Well, the one thing they realized – um, in that experiment was the in-between times that the guys were not tripping balls and like dropping double dip, dip Jerry Garcia's and looking at the fucking coolest waveforms you've ever seen in the fucking world through your eyes. You're like, oh my God, look at that. That's so cool. Oh my God. And what they realized is that there was a certain program that every human being follows and following this program. And this is what this guy was being introduced to and he didn't realize that he was being introduced to it like the path of least resistance not the path of no that's where a lot of people get it wrong it's not the path of least resistance um everybody if you've ever heard a military guy speak he's always said that the devil's in the details and the bullshit's always in the small bits that you can't fucking fix um it's the small things you do daily the little things that matter it, the little things there you go the little things that matter where does that come from Anybody ever asked that question? Like, where does that saying come from? The little things that matter. Is it the little details? Is that what they're referring? No, it's the little things you do on a daily basis. And what they found the easiest way to mind control was the little daily things that you do. It's not every day that they do it to you. It's not every second of every day they do it to you. It's not like they bring you in and they make you watch some flashing lights, man, and you see some fucking spinning wheel and it's a pinwheel and it makes you think, oh, geez, I got to go kill somebody. No. It's a little bit here, a little bit there, but it's always done at the same time, every day in the same way. And when it's done repeatedly like that over an amount of time, eventually your mind automatically looks for it, automatically remembers it and makes it something that you have to do. It's like when you put your keys on the hook when you come home from work every day. Bingo. And then the day that you put your keys down somewhere else, you flip out because you absolutely remember putting your keys on the hook. But I didn't. But you didn't. Exactly. That's the little, that is what they call a pre re oh, I can't even fucking speak tonight. Pre-recognitive 
memory or influx of memory. So that means it's something you visualize yourself doing every day. You've done it every day. I mean, I literally do that in this house to to help you deal with your PTSD and memory loss. No, you don't. I mean, you are fucking horrible at it. You are the most slovenly (laughs) individual that has ever existed in this world. If that's your idea of doing something that's good, I'm going to go ahead and punch you in the mouth right now because Christ, you deserve it. Okay. I remember where I put everything so that you can ask me and that's how I help you. So (laughs) fast. Let's move this around a little bit, right? Let's go ahead and send this. All right. Basic training. Think about what you do in basic training. I was not in basic training. That's right. You weren't there. But in basic training, we walked around every day with our guns. Why? Well, you get used to, if you've never handled the gun, now you're holding the gun every day. If you've handled the gun, now it's reinforcing something you already know how to do. You're used to it. I wake up in the middle of the night. I've woken up. I don't know how many times. And I've reached over and I grabbed the nest. I go, where's my gun? She goes, you don't have your gun. You're not deployed, dumbass. Oh. Okay, I'm going back to sleep. (laughs) But I have to be told that because I could have sworn that I had my weapon with me and I didn't. Actually, now I have it laying right next to the bed, so it's not really a big deal. So I reach over, grab it. Okay, it's good. And I go right back to sleep. So I really haven't woken her up in a while. But if it wasn't there, I'd lose my shit, literally lose my shit like I'm looking for it. We had a bang. (laughs) Good fucking clap of thunder not too long. This is probably last year. I think it was last year. In the spring season, like right around now where we normally have thunderstorms. And it was a good fucking rumbling clap of thunder. It made the fucking foundation jump in the house, right? The dog freaked the fuck out. Dog freaked the fuck out. Vanessa's walking around the house like she's running her doesn't matter everybody knows she's jumping around through the house turning on lights like fucking going crazy and shit and i'm crawling around turning the lights off behind her because i'm like hey the little guys are coming to get us and she says well that's just your you had you were having a flashback which may have well could have been but what really is a flashback um not so much a memory but a Pre-cognitive memory of of, uh, reinforcements. Reinforced memory that you have. Pre-cognitive reinforced memory. So people, it's mind control. It is the simplest form of mind control without flashing you with lights or spinning pinwheels in front of you and making you go, oh, look at the dot. It moved. No, it didn't. It's right here. Oh, it's right here. No. And all of a sudden, I want to kill. I'm John Lennon. I must read Catcher in the Rye and I must go kill John Lennon. Must do it. Must do it. Must do it. It has to happen. has to happen. Catcher in the Rye, John Lennon, death. I read Catcher in the Rye twice. And I got to tell you, never got anything about killing John Lennon out of that. I didn't even get anything about shooting Ronald Reagan out of that. I, I don't know, but some people say they do. I guess I don't have the brain type for it. Just saying. Well, they, they did fuck pretty well with your noggin, so. Huh? Yeah, your brain type. Hi, I'm Tom. Literally breaks the mold. Hi, I'm Tom. You're right up there with Biden. You should say, hi, I'm Joe. Hi, I'm Tom. (laughs) It's not as funny if I say Joe. I mean, it kind of is these days. You know, you can pull a Biden. It's it's all good. Well, we've definitely blasted by our time. Okay. Well, we're going to skip taxes because in case you guys don't know, we'll save that for the only two thing, The only thing, two things you have guaranteed in life is death and taxes. So okay. taxes is going to happen anyway. Um, but it, tax day is May 17th for those of you that are unaware. I've, I've heard other people come out like, 
April 15th. And they're like, oh, it's tax day. No, no, it's not. Tax day got pushed to May 17th. There's that 17 again. What do you know? But we'll we'll talk about taxes. Hey, um, no, we're not. Not tonight. We're going to talk we're not, about another night. We're hey, not paying I, them anyway, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> that's true. That's what we're going to talk about. But I, I have to say, you know, what you said about this – the election fraud, everything coming to a head, the calm before the storm. And when the storm breaks, that shit is really, really, really going to break, right? I, I honestly feel like there are two storms that are coming together from either direction right now. And I really pray one hits before the other. Hey, do you remember the Andrea Gale? I, I do remember the Andrea Gale. It's, it and was yes, a, that was a this is, sword fishing vessel that yep. was up in the Grand Banks, uh, out past uh, Cape Cod, out past Massachusetts. And I'm just going to remind you of all this story. There was actually a movie made of it um, with- uh, It's called The Perfect Storm. It was with Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And um, it was when three- Hey, we I said an actor's name and you didn't say he fucked kids. Yeah. Well, I don't think Mark Wahlberg has. Look at you. He's not on that list. I'm so proud. Anyway, I actually found a hot actor that doesn't fuck kids. I'm gonna have to watch more of him. Actually, there's two of them that you've said in the past, and I've never said anything to Matthew them. McConaughey. No, I'm not gonna say that. No, no, no. God damn it! I really liked him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that he fucked kids, but I can't guarantee that he didn't drink any kids' blood. So, yeah, he is old and really hot. So that's true. You've got that going for him. I know. Anyway, so if you watch that movie with George Clooney and. Uh, What's his nuts in there? Uh, long story short, the uh, part of the movie I'm getting at is that there was three hurricanes that converged on the Grand Banks at this point. The Andrea Gale was one of the few short fishing vessels that was that far out of port. They thought that they could make a run and get through all three of the storms at once and shoot through this little gap that literally they had probably about a day's worth of sailing to get through to actually get to it. Well, long story short, they did not make it. The ship was destroyed at sea and everyone died. And in the course of that search for the Andrea Gale, uh, a puddle pirate helicopter went down looking for them and killed the pilots, crew chief and somebody else on board. Actually, I think the pilots, one of the pilots was rescued. The other three perished in the storm. Um, there's a lot of people that died, uh, looking for the Andrea Gale eventually and on the, the Andrea Gale. They're memorialized, uh, in Massachusetts now, right out there just past Cape Cod where the big fishing inlet there is, is at anyway, long story short, that's a perfect storm. That's three storms conversion at once. That's what we're kind of looking at right now. If you really look down the barrel of a loaded gun. You're looking at three perfect storms here so that he, are about to converge right over the United States. Just here, saying. Here, he, and here are the three storms <clears throat> as as I see them, and I see them converging. And I'll tell you, you know, once you take that red pill, you you can't you can't close your eyes again. You can't go back into the matrix. And that red pill, the more you learn, the more you see, the the blacker it becomes. Um, so. Of course, the one storm is is the election fraud, uh, the fruit of the poisonous tree. That shit's coming. That's that's gonna be it's gonna be rough on the that's lips. One. That's that's our storm. We're we're okay with that Two. one. Two. Uh, the second storm is the Chauvin trial. No, and I don't see hold, that. Hold that's on. Not, wait. That's not a wait. Storm. Yeah. No, it is. That's be- a minor storm within the bigger storm. No. Listen. Nope. Because here is what I see: the potential of. 
the Chauvin verdict getting overturned. Okay. You, you end up with riots back in Minneapolis and those riots, those, those flames are going to get fanned across the country. You're going to end up with riots everywhere. And then Biden is going to come out and on one side of his mouth, he's going to talk about how, oh, go home peacefully. And the other side, he's going to say, I understand why you're so angry. And he's going to continue to feed the riots. And that speech is going to uh, be utilized to enact the Insurrection Act. And then he's going to roll out the National Guard. And then the National Guard is going to turn on him. And then they're going to roll out the UN troops. And who are the UN troops? Well, the Chinese, but no, you're wrong. Storm number two. No, no, that's not. Chauvin trial is not storm number two. Storm number two is cultural appropriation. And that is storm number two. No, no, no. That all wraps up under Black Lives Matter. That all wraps up under the civil war that's coming. That's storm number two. The The civil war is number two. Racism. Number three. What's number three? Oh, number three is the COVID shot. No, number three is the border. You're wrong there too. No, I'm telling you the storms as I see them. This was my spiel here. I got you. Stop I, fucking hijacking me. I got you. The, I, uh, the, COVID, no, no. the COVID shot is not that. Trust me. It is not that. That is not even close because the big storm that's going to be the problem is the border because the ranchers down in Texas are going to take about this much more before they start losing their – you know that there was a rancher that spent over $47 million to put a fence up at the bottom of his ranch? And guess what? Man, this guy – I want to get this guy on our show because you know what he did? He took – 220 volt electrical lines and ran it through his vents. Good for him. The whole fence is electrified. What's the fucking point if 70% of the population is dead? What's the point when you have little over 6.1 million possibly crossing the border illegally per day? Yeah, and they're getting... And they're coming through with COVID. Mm. How much more of this are we going to take? The border is our next big crisis. Those are the three storms. When those three storms all come together as one, we walk away with just one. Where we go one, we go all. Just saying, oh, damn, Q proof number 1233 for oh, the mic. Okay, oh. well, Fauci's with me on the COVID thing. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sorry. I forgot all about Stand by. Stand by. And now, and now, a message a from message Dr. Dr. Anthony, Anthony Fauci. Fauci. The message? Uh, I'm, I'm getting to the message. Calm your oh. shit down. <laughs> I was just making sure that you weren't behind. You're a little laxed. It's been a while God since we damn. did a Fauci, since we did a Fauci indoctrination. No shit. I mean, it's been a hot minute. All right, here we go. 2021 and the beginning of the first quarter of 2022. We'll be able to vaccinate children of any age. Before I let you go, Dr. Fauci, you and I are uh, Major League of Baseball fans. Uh, what inning are we in as far as this COVID pandemic is concerned? Well, you know, I, I, we're at least halfway through. I, I hope we're seeing, and, and I do believe, uh, uh, Wolf, I'm not trying to be overly uh, enthusiastic about what's going on vis-a-vis the vaccine program, which is so successful but we've really got to not declare victory prematurely. So we're in the late innings, but it's not over. That's the thing we really got to get people to appreciate. We're going in the right direction. We're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel, but now's not a time to declare victory. It's a time to get more and more people vaccinated. Just the way the president said today, we want to get to that goal. It's a doable goal, and I believe we'll get there. So you think the seventh, the eighth inning, or late innings, what, what inning are you talking about? 
How about the, the bottom of the sixth? Bottom Try that one. Sixth. I'll go with the... The bottom of the sixth. Are you fucking kidding me? Actually, I'm right there with him. Because I, I agree. We're only halfway through. Because you know what's coming next? The variants are coming next. And not the variants that this jackass is talking about. Uh, the variants that are currently coming out in Brazil and the UK. You're a little late on the update well, there. Yeah, I was trying to Jesus click it, but you were Christ. sitting there fucking screwing around with your phone. I wasn't touching it. Anywho, the variants. The variants are appearing in the places that they originally rolled out the vaccine because people that got the vaccine are producing the variants and they're going to kill us all. There was a study that came out of UK that said that they estimate that by the end of the year, 60 to 70% of the people that got the COVID shot are going to die. 60 to 70% from a study out of the UK. And guess what else? 60% of the people that are currently hospitalized with COVID have gotten the fucking vaccine. It's not even a vaccine. I can't call it a vaccine. They've gotten the COVID shot. So um, honestly, well, and I've whoa, said whoa, this whoa, before, time out, time and we'll time do out. a whole big time COVID out. episode really, yeah, really, I can't really wait. soon. Because there's been a grand total of eight. Eight people of 75 million people that have been vaccinated with the COVID shot that have died. That is not true. From COVID. That is from, not That most true. certainly is true. I've looked it up. Look it up. Eight people have died from 75 million that have been vaccinated with the COVID shot. From COVID. Not from something else. From COVID. Eight people have died. That means you have a one in a million chance of fucking dying from COVID. You have a better chance of winning the lotto. That's Literally. not true. Yeah, I, I looked it up just the other day. Yeah, you probably looked it up on some fucking liberal mainstream oh, media. Oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Fact check. 966 people died after receiving the COVID vaccine. Of from COVID. COVID. From COVID-19, not from something related. No, no, no. Look at it. It's not, you're not looking at the right number. I guarantee it. I guarantee you did the first thing I did too when I first looked at it. And I looked at it, I was like, oh shit, that's a lot more. And then I went and actually read it. And no, it's not from covid they died from another disease. They did not die from COVID. Because now all of a sudden it became okay, better wait, to wait, be wait. accurate. No, I, all right. Yeah, you're right. And you're right. I, I did find a different story. And this is updated April 15th. So this is, you know, two weeks old. At that point, about 5,800 Americans had contracted COVID-19 after receiving the vaccine. And 74 fully vaccinated people died. 74, not eight. And that was as of April 18th, and that is from Fox 8. Okay, 75 million people have been vaccinated. Mm -hmm. Do you realize what 74, 70, you have a better, again, you still have a better chance of winning lotto than you do of fucking contracting COVID and dying from it if you've been vaccinated. We'll see. I, I'm just saying, you make it sound like it's the end of the world, like you just put a nail in your coffin. If you've got the vaccine, look, it's between you and your fucking doctor. It's got nothing to do with us. We're not going to fucking change your mind. You went and did it. I did it. She didn't. I don't hold any grudge against her. However, I hate when she goes out and she does shit like this and tries to make you think that, oh, well, let's sell some more fear porn on our side. No, because fear porn one way or the other isn't fair. It's up to you. It's a, a personal it is a personal opinion whether you go get it or not. It's up to you. People, Some people recommend against it. Some people don't. 
we're not going to make a decision on that. You know what? You're absolutely right. Because for years we were smokers and people would always come up to me and they'd say, you know what? That's going to kill you. And I'd say, you know what? I know, but at least I'm choosing how I die. Exactly. I've always said, I don't (laughs) want people to walk up to my coffin and say, man, he looks good. I do not want people to walk up to my coffin and say, man, he looks good. Nope. You're absolutely right. I want them to go, holy shit. He stinks. Close that shit. I want him to look horrible. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, I do want to quickly finish this as I do like to do with a little bit of hopium. Okay. So here's a little hopium from our good friend, General Flynn. Yeah, I would just tell everybody to make sure that you realize that you're not alone out there around the world or certainly in the United States of America. There are people out there fighting for everybody, for every freedom that we have. So don't worry about it. We're going to be okay. Just keep uh, keep up the good work and keep helping us out in any way you can. So God bless y'all. God bless America. Okay. That's it. General Flynn says we're all going to be okay. God bless us all. God bless America. No, I can tell you this much. Um, what we're doing, what other people are doing, what the truther community, I guess you could call us, are doing as a whole, um, all the podcasts, uh, Big Dumb Podcast, Deplorable Nation, um, fucking um, Down the Rabbit Hole, Down the Rabbit Hole, uh, Jack, uh, Conspiracy or Just a Coincidence. Yep. All those Conspiracy guys. Conspiracy Kyle, all of them. What we're trying to do and uh, everybody who, I mean, who, even if you've sold out a little bit and you've, all right, yeah, you got to pay for some sponsors. Okay, whatever. I get it. Um, hey, everybody's got to do it. You got to make money somehow to, to, I mean, I'd love to quit my job and do this all day long. I could spend... The problem with that is I'd have so many rabbit holes. I'd be down. My house would look like a fucking hoarder lives in it because I'd have stacks of paper everywhere. I'd be like, don't touch stack because I know what's in it. That's true. Um, Except you don't know what's in it. And I, I go crazy with shit like that because I would literally spend hours just chasing rabbit holes all the way down to the bottom. I'd love to quit both my jobs and just do that. But I can't and I won't. And I like to do it as a side gig. I might though because someone's got to put food on the table and it ain't me. <laughs> I like to do fun. I like to have some fun with it. And we have fun here uh, as we do with everybody else. Again, big shout out to um, Missy and to uh, Kyle Kyle for coming on last night, helping us out. And I appreciate their last minute jumping through hoops. They really did make me today. I spent a lot of time reflecting on our conversation last night and I actually re-gaged my whole conversation. So it made a little bit more sense. And I think it did tonight. A matter of fact, I know it did tonight because I had a lot more details, more laid out and more specific order. So that way, when you heard them, you kind of understand this, what's going on here and how big of a deal this really is. And everybody's trying to make this out like it's not a big deal when in actuality, it's huge. This applies to a lot of different things than just Rudy Giuliani, just, you know, census fraud. I mean, this this goes so much deeper. It adds so much more credence to those that are saying that Trump really did have the election stolen from him. I mean, I think it adds credence to that because if you can do that to the senses, you can do that to anything. And uh, I think where we're at now, I think we've seen it now. I think people are beginning to even more people are waking up. And the more people we wake up, the better off we are. And I know I've got some more listeners that have just started tuning in, listening, and to everybody that just started tuning in to us 
this is the type of shit we do. This is what we do. This is what we're about. This is how we do it. And listen, like, share, comment. Please comment. Comment's big. If you can drop a comment, and I don't care if it's positive or negative, we'll make fun of you if it's negative. And if it's positive, we'll hey, give you a nice shout out. We'll give you a shout out. Um, we're always looking for people to come on to. So if you think you have something to say and you've got something to add to the conversation, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, we'll be more than happy to bring you on, especially if you have an original idea that might, it could completely different differ from ours. I, I don't care. Um, we're all about bringing people on here. Um, Speaking of shout outs real quick, um, shout. Ms. Mr. Bar 23 said, love your podcast. My favorite one by far. Keep up the good work. Uh, it's from Leanne. Which and, podcast? Um, that was nine days ago. Um, which, which show? It says which show, I think. It, it doesn't on Podbean. It was, it was the one right before the one we did with, with Kyle. Um, and then QAnon Jack commented on the uh, the rabbit holes one we did with Kyle. He said, great episode. I didn't even know the Guidestones had a written message. Fuck the NWO. Yep. And we're right there because they're seriously creepy. So, um, again, please like, share, subscribe. It, it really does help. It pushes us a little bit further up so that other people can find us easier. Um, the censorship is real. Ask Donald Trump. He's now banned from Facebook for fucking ever. Uh, everyone should leave there, by the way. Which means I'm banned from there forever. Forever. I have no social media, period. Um, follow us. Uh, well, you can follow me on Twitter because Mick has no social media. At VLynQ, V-L-Y-N-N-Q. Uh, also our Telegram, uh, the Patriot Party with VLyn and the Mick. And the link to that will be in the show notes. So if you guys haven't gotten on Telegram yet, please do. It's it's a really cool platform. Get off Twitter, although I still am on Twitter. I like to find people on Twitter and bring them to Telegram. So Rumble, um, go to Rumble. I'm going to actually try and start a Rumble account. Um, I can't guarantee I'm going to post any videos to it, but I'm going to try and start one just so we have one. It's just another place you can find us. Uh, I'm going to try and get back on Parlor too. Uh, I just haven't figured out how to download the fucker yet. I'll have to get my son on that. So. And speaking of which, one last thing, our son is almost as big at red pilling people as we are. And I had this uber liberal kid, a uh, big social media influencer on TikTok. Um, his name is Max. It, it's Max. It's Brandon Max. That's yep. it. And um, I was talking to him in the garage of my hotel, him and his dad for like an hour. And I was kind of playing the liberal because... You know, I can play. I grew up up north. I can play it if I have to. Anyway, I just didn't bring politics into it. So it was pretty funny. And uh, he made a, a video specifically for our teenager. And I then sent it to our teenager. And he said, how did you get one of the most libtarded people on the planet to make a video for me? Well, then he turned around and he posted it on his TikTok. Our kid did. And uh, it's, this it's, other Brand, kid. it's Brandon Max, who's got 19 million followers. Yeah. Uh, liked it and commented on it. And now all of our, all of a sudden our son has like millions of TikTok followers and he is going to red pill the shit out of all of them. I'm so proud. <laughs> like I'm all warm and fuzzy inside. I can't wait to see what he comes up with. <laughs> you, you can't make this shit up people. Awesome. You really can't. This is just fucking, you phenomenal. know, the only reason I don't want to quit my job is because it, it gives me the opportunity to meet fun people that I can then turn around and red pill. So it's so easy. Too. It really is. All right. 
But I'd say we're not going to take it anymore. But but we're really not tonight we're, because we're, we're, we're going to go down a different rabbit hole yeah, for tonight. Because just, just for we're we're going to go with the cultural appropriation uh, here. That is it's our a, new it's word a big today, thing, right? And and this is appropriating mixed culture, Mick being Mexican. Yep. Um, so this particular song that we're closing out with, although it's uh, Mexican in, in nature, it's it's actually from Philippines. the Philippines. So yeah, it cultural Philippine. appropriation hey, one one. We're covering all the spectrums tonight. <laughs> but either way. Wait, you didn't call me racist. You are such a racist. <laughs> there <But> you go. <laughs> we've always been racist. It's not a big deal. I mean, what does that even mean any anymore? I mean, you know? it really it doesn't mean the definitions anything. of everything. So anyway, uh, so for the Mick. And V. Lynn, y'all have a great night. Thanks for listening. Keep questioning. I'm Mikey. I prefer to be free moving when I swim No extra clothing to wear me down So good Beach is where I like to work on my sun-kissed skin But I make sure I am evenly brown Oh, you see me passing by wearing my small swimsuit You cannot believe your eyes, I'm almost nude As I'm walking by, I'm shaking it like jello Oh yeah, I'm confident in the skin that I'm in and I Will wear what I want this summer because I Have been dieting like crazy, I'm on palio I wear Speedos When I'm at the beach you see me wear my Speedos Cover your kids' eyes cause I am wearing Speedos I am feeling fresh like I'm a nag for Mentos I wear Speedos When I'm at the store you know I'm wearing my Speedos When I'm doing cardio I'm wearing Speedos It feels super breezy like I ride tornadoes Swimming, swimming, swimming in my Speedos Why do people look at me when I'm wearing my Speedos? Boarding shorts, man, I hate those Cause the ten lines look so gross I love my Speedos, I love my Speedos Working those for pros, but I cannot wear these the macho If you need socks, say I got you I will just wear a commando When I'm in my Speedo, I feel fabulous Some might say I dress scandalous You cannot make me cover it Just build a bit, get over it I make sure to always do my squat So I have bum bum Everyone is talking because they can't see my bum bum I don't have to worry Cause I don't have that lines on my legs Only, only the lucky ones will see it But in private I am Asian and I cannot grow hair on my body I walk around with my big butt that I got from my mommy Cause I love my Speedo Don't hit give me kudos Manila, Toronto They call me Mikey Bustos When you see me passing I don't like how Unless your family or my cousin Cause I wear my speedo Control your libido My goods are protected Like an armadillo When I'm in the ocean I feel good emotion Because all the sun causes Some real exfoliation Yeah I wear speedos Get up on my way Cause I'll be wearing my speedos I have more grease on my body Than me conos I be extra hot Like I'm a dipper nachos I wear speedos I'll be on a beach In Philippines with titos Oiling up my body while I drink mojitos And I always feel like I'm a darn casino Swimming, swimming, swimming In my speedos Wherever I go, you know I'll be wearing my speedos It even acts like a pocket I had my money inside it I love my speedos I love my speedos If you are a boy and want to walk around in speedos
my OOTD on Instagram is Speedos. When I Facebook Live, you know I'm wearing Speedos. I will make this article of clothing by roll. Cause I wear my Speedo, control your libido. My goods are protected like an armadillo. Speedos. It's like a mankini.